Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha perspective is in loving memory and dedicated in honor of my great uncle Haraf Shalom ben Rav Yaakov, as well as Edward ben Ephraim and Shlomo ben Edward. May all their souls be uplifted and their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha perspective is also in honor of their Fuwa Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson Betzal ben Batya, Hanabas Esther, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tova Basha. Before we begin, this is a special Shabbos called Shabbos Shuvah, the Shabbos of Repentance. Beginning with Rosh Hashanah, we enter the Aser Simei Shuvah, the 10 days of repentance, which conclude with Yom Kippur. The Shabbos before Yom Kippur is always labeled Shabbos Shuvah, and we read a unique Haftarah, a reading from the Prophets. It opens up with the words of the Navi Hoshea, Shuvah Yisrael Adesham Lekacha, Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Traditionally, rabbis across the globe will emphasize the importance of Shuvah and returning to God during the speeches this Shabbos. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Vayelech, the Book of Legacy. Our Parsha begins on the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, and he says to the Bnei Yisrael, Ben Meir ve'esrim shana anechi hayim v'loi uchal oid l'seisu l'avayi v'Hashem amar elai loi savar se'yardenaze. Today I'm 120 years old, and God told me I can no longer continue, for He said, "You shall not cross the Jordan River." Hashem lekecha hu oivel lefanecha hu yashmid esagoyim ha'ele lefanecha v'yirashtem v'yeshua hu oivel lefanecha kasher dibra Hashem. The Lord your God will cross before you. He will destroy these nations, so you will inherit them. And Yeshua did my successor will cross before you as God has spoken. Moshe then calls over Yeshua and gives him words of encouragement. Be strong and courageous for you will go with this nation to the land that God swore to our forefathers and you will portion it to them as an inheritance. God is the one who will go before you, he will be with you, and he will not fail you, nor will he forsake you. Do not fear and do not be disheartened. Moshe then gives the final two commandments of the Torah, the mitzvah of hakel, the hakel ceremony, and the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah. The hakel ceremony was a gathering of every single Jewish person once every seven years. This assembly would occur during Sukkot, and the king would read sections from the Varm to the entire nation. However, a question comes to mind. Why is the Hakel ceremony and the mitzvah of writing a Sefer Torah the final two commandments that Moshe gave to the Jewish people? What is so unique about these laws that Moshe gave them on the last day of his life? Rabbi Sachs, a blessed memory, gives a deep and profound explanation in his book, Covenant and Conversation. He writes that Hashem was comforting Moshe who was sad that he would not enter the land of Israel. So Hashem told Moshe about the mitzvah of Hakel to remind him about the cycle of life and its renewal. For the Hakel gathering took place the year following the Shemitah cycle. The Shemitah is a seven-year cycle in which we work the land for six and let it rest for the seventh. It is important to note that this year is Shemitah in Israel and there are special laws regarding eating food from Israel and it is important to ask your rabbi what these laws are and how they could possibly impact you. Rabbi Sachs explains that Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu that he is mortal since he's a human being. But that does not mean that his legacy ends quite the contrary. After each cycle comes a renewal and assembly to rejuvenate and re-inspire them for the new cycle. And this is done through a king reading from the Torah, the second mitzvah in today's Torah portion, writing a Torah. Because the Torah is called Torah's Moshe and these mitzvahs are Moshe's true legacy. The renewal of energy and spirit after each cycle with wisdom and holiness that keeps reviving us. 
This profound lesson of renewal and with what to rejuvenate ourselves with is ever more important as we begin a new year, a new cycle. We cannot let the past cycle hold us back from experiencing success and accomplishing our potential. But we must have a reason to re-inspire ourselves. A set of ideas and values that maintains our commitment and gives us a desire to continue. And we should look no further than the Torah itself. A holy book of lessons with endless godly wisdom that creates legacies. There is an amazing quote that I once read. What you leave behind is not what is engraved in stone monuments, but what is woven into the lives of others. Have a great weekend and a meaningful Shabbos Shuvah. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.